Well, you guys remember where we were last week? We had just entered the bar and we were all getting breakfast. Sorry for so, what? Let's forget how to roll in this chat. So that, that was fun. So we just entered the little uh, the little jail cell. Jail cell. That's what I meant to say. Uh, not a jail cell, but you mean like the underground yeah. basement of the church? Yeah. No, I think it was like the attic of a farmhouse. <laughs> Pretty sure so, they're on fire somewhere. So last week you explored the village of Barovia a little bit, shared a drink with a breakfast glass of wine with his mark at Blood on the Vine. You followed him to his house, met Mad Mary and her little doll, heard about her daughter Gertruda, met Irina, whom you convinced you're trustworthy enough to escort to town over. And uh, but first, she wanted to bury her father. Uh, let's see, you still have a letter, a sealed letter. And there was something else I was gonna bring up. Uh, so you carried the coffin down to the church midday, you know, as you do, knock out the priest and open up the basement trap door and are going down into the stairs of the Undercroft. So, uh, Willie, you have Fortune's Favor, and Wash, you would cast Ensnaring Strike. Yes. And uh, I was going to have you, instead of rolling initiative, just use the initiative of the order you went down the stairs, which I believe was... I had Arnaldo first and Wash last, but I couldn't I couldn't remember if Willie went first or second. Gross. I'm trying I mean, to remember as well, and I don't think I went first. No, uh, Arnaldo went first, and then I think it was Willie, and then Ned, and then Wash. Does that sound right? I concur. Okay. Welcome, Nick. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Time you show up, what, do you have a newborn or something? What? About time you show up. Do what, do you have a newborn or something? I, I do. It's true. Important life to take care of? It's one of those, like, weird phenomenons where, like, there's nothing to do for, like, three hours straight and then ten minutes before I have to do anything. Yep. Like... <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you're going to be off the grid for a while? I need you to do these three things. By the way, the dog shit in the house and the baby threw up everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds like fun. That's fine. I I do have a feeling that like at some point tonight, my house is going to hit the fan. And I'm going to have to take <clears throat> a baby. So, okay. Forewarned. All right. Uh, let's see, Nick. I just done a brief review, and you went first down into this dark basement. So, are you uh, over in roll twenty? And then, uh, what we're gonna do is we're just for in, 
for initiative order, just going to use the order we went downstairs. Okay. And since you're going first, I'll have you roll initiative for uh, where you guys compare with uh, anybody else. And then we switch. All right, so this is the first experiment with roll 20, but let me know if and what you guys can see when you. Sucks. You might need to zoom out and move around to where your character actually is. Okay, so we're in the room with like the black columns. Yep. What's that other room? Uh, to the left? Yeah. So that is actually the upstairs of the church. Okay, that's what I kind of figured. I was just making sure. And you've, you've been in a couple rooms. Is there a way to remove the large icons on the bottom? Oh, yes, I did that. That's one of the first things I did. Um, if you click on the gear in the top right, and it's down in game settings. There is chat avatars, player avatar size. I changed it to names only. It seriously changes everything. It's so much better. Wash, is, you your, see that? is your character's first name Harry? No, that, that's me. Oh. That makes more sense. All right, so Nick, roll for, or Arnaldo, roll for initiative. Cool. And we're not using roll 20 for the rolling, right? We're just using it for the map? Uh, you can use whatever you want, but yeah, it's, we're not like, everybody's not using roll 20. Okay, cool. Because I have my D&D Beyond character sheet still. Okay, cool. Yeah, gotcha. 11. All right. And so. Okay. Um, okay, so you guys can see the screen though. I see the screen. Okay. So, Arnaldo, you come down the stairs, and there's this uh, hard dirt um, floor in this building. There, you can see these um, kind of creaky wooden pillars that are holding up the first floor of the church. And um, where we ended last time was the figure that. Uh, is in the top left, kind of crouched in the corner there. He said, I can smell your blood. And he's actually uh, going to go first. And just skirting the edge, just kind of hiding in the um, hiding in the corners is cautiously coming close. And uh, Arnaldo, you're up next. Right. 
Um, so I feel like my character would not try to talk to this person because he can smell that he's a vampire. Um, and so I am going to... Uh, I'm going to move to here and I'm going to attack him with my crossbow. Okay. Fourteen to hit. That is a miss. You, uh, it's a little dark down here and with these pillars, it's a hard shot and it's close, but it sticks into the wall and uh, it's kind of like a, a hard rock wall. The basement basically is like every basement in Pendleton Heights, but you know, without lights. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sticks in the stone wall in the mortar and you hear it hiss as you miss it. Anything else? Um, that is it for now. Okay. Willie, you're up next. Uh, Willie is gonna rush over to our raveny friend. Like, dude, dude, you can't just go shooting people, man. What the heck, man? I don't flinch. I have my eyes set on him. That's where Chad is going to spend his turn and is, you know, scolding him from shooting that. No, that ain't okay. okay. All right. Um, I actually think maybe, Ned, were you last down the stairs? I have, I put Wash and then Ned. Yeah, I was, I was last. Okay, yep. So actually, Wash, you're up now. Those are five foot squares. Five foot squares, yep. Unless you have small feet. (laughs) I guess I am going to move. To here. Okay. And. I am going to hold my action, an attack, uh, a great sword attack, if this creature approaches. Okay, so if it gets within five feet, you're attacking? Yeah. Okay. Ned, you're up. Um, so do I have line of sight from here? Or... Um, so the stairs are like these rickety wooden stairs. You would have to come down uh, to the bot. So you could get them. Um, you get line of sight from right there. You don't have to be all the way down on the ground. Um, there's a railing. You kind of see from, I guess, the top, uh, the the one square up, but not not as well. So I'm actually just thinking- kind of have to duck down. Can I see him from like? I'll just go down to the base where I can see him. Doesn't really matter. Um, and I'm gonna cast sleep on him. 
Okay. So, uh, you actually have better line of sight one square back. Okay. Because because of the pillars. So yeah, let's go there. And then I'll I'll cast sleep, which is five d eight. <laughs> 10, 22, 27. Is that a saving throw? So how many hit points is he? Uh, does he have more than 27 hit points? Uh, if he doesn't, is that a saving throw? If he doesn't, he goes to sleep. Okay. He does have more than that. The creature's hit points must be equal to or less than the remaining total for that creature to be affected. Yeah. And undead creatures and creatures immune to being charmed and affected by this spell. So it might be that too. But I would I went for a that's what I went for. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. So now that you're down here. Wash, you see, because you're right in front. Um, I think this works. You see this creature. This should pop up on your screen. Does this pop up on your screen? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so you see this creature whose clothing is um, like rotted, uh, not completely away, but deteriorating. He's filthy and dirty and um, has this crazed look in its eye like a cornered animal and he is uh, let's see he's going to lunge for you wash so as soon as he gets within five feet you can take your swing That's going to be a 16 and a 23 to hit. Okay. Um, was it at advantage? No. I, I have two attacks. Uh, you had two attacks. You, you have one attack now. Okay. So 23 to hit. Um, if that's a hit. And that is um He has to make my ensnaring strike activates. So he has okay. to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, and what's the DC? Against a 14. He rolled a 12. All right. So he is restrained by magical vines. Okay. Um, and then he takes 10 slashing damage, and I am going to cast Divine Smite. Is he a fiend or an undead? 
He is. So 10 slashing and 11 radiant. Okay. All right, the rest of you guys see as he rushes Wash, Wash just swings down and there's this flash of light that uh, briefly, um, you know, brightly lights up this entire basement. And the creature takes two swings at uh, Wash just with its um, hands. And that will be a tw mathematical 20 and 21 to hit. It's and let's see those are um so the first one come on I need to go clean up barf I'll be back in two minutes if my character's turn comes up around can you guys just make me ready in action yeah I'm ready. I'm ready a crossbow attack. Okay. I'll be right back. Uh, first, first one's a nine slashing damage. And the second one is a 11 slashing damage. And it's just, it's just coming at you and its hands are, um, uh, just like you, you notice when it's, it's screaming, it has these sharpened teeth, its hands, uh, even though it looks very much like what you guessed the human looked like before this transformation, his hands have uh, like hardened nails that are very sharp on the end. And, and having been down here, I also think they may have grown out. So Arnaldo is next, and uh, he's going to ready a crossbow action. Willie, what are you up? Willie's gonna try to step in in there like guys guys hey well hey let's all take a deep breath no reason guess I'm gonna move to this side nope not that far though no reason why why we gotta be fighting at each other let's let's talk about this let's talk about this. violence doesn't solve anything man okay so Willie takes the uh, diplomatic approach. Gonna turn and to Green and say like, hey, what, what's your name, buddy? Okay, and Ned? Or no, I'm sorry, Wash. I'm going to attack. 15 to hit. Uh, with your sword, that uh, he dodges out of the way, but you're able to make contact. He's trying to swing, but he hasn't moved around much. Oh, wait, he's restrained. Do I have advantage? Oh, that's right. You have um, the, is restrained where it is? Uh, restrained, so can't move. Attack rolls have advantage. Oh, wait a minute. And technically, it's attacks at disadvantage. So let me roll again for both of those. 
Okay, so uh, its first attack that did hit you actually was a natural one because of the disadvantage. Second attack still hit. So I think you took uh, 11 damage total instead of uh, 20. Um, okay, so, uh, he, he tried to dodge, but I did hit him. Yes, you hit him. Okay. Um, that is going to be seven slashing damage, and I'm going to cast Divine Smite again. And that's going to be nine radiant. <coughs> okay. Is that your turn? Yes. So there's another flash of light as uh, Wash brings his sword down on this creature who's um, definitely. Uh, trying to dodge it and get away, but um, can't because of these vines all over it. And now, Ned, you're up. Um. I guess I'm going to... Go ahead and just shoot my crossbow at him. Um, yeah, I'm just going to shoot my crossbow at him. Okay. That is a... Oh, sorry. This sheet does not have... Alrighty. That is 19 to hit. It hits. Okay. So that's one, two, eight plus. So I guess I guess sneak attack because they're both you've got an ally within range. So that's okay. 16 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, Wash, you see a crossbow bolt just choof, uh, come over from behind you and sink into him. You, you notice now that your radiant damage seems to be doing damage, but the sword hits themselves in this crossbow bolt. They don't seem to do quite as much as, uh, uh, quite as much damage as you're expecting. And uh, Arnaldo, we'll let you go kind of now for your last turn. Okay. Uh, I will take my crossbow attack. 
been watching closely as everybody took their strikes and I will 17 to hit. It's a hit. Eleven damage. All right. This crossbow bolt sinks into him, and yeah, you also notice that it 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 doesn't seem to do quite as much damage as it should. And it, the creature is actually up. It's going to turn to you, Willie, and shrieking going to take a swing with its arms in an attempt to unsuccessfully uh, grapple you. And... How do you know it's unsuccessful? Uh, uh, do you want to roll for it? It was pretty low. The, uh, the way its claws work is it can choose to try to grapple, but it's usually your DC instead of the traditional grapple. Okay, all right, I gotcha. He also but takes he, he a piercing at the beginning of his turn. Okay. From the ensnared strike? Yeah. And how long does that last? One minute. Okay. Um, is that, that's magical damage? Piercing. Uh, but is it, can, it's from the spell, so I would assume it is piercing from a magical attack. Sure. It's magical vines, spectral vines. So. Yeah, you see these vines as it's moving, trying to uh, swing at Willie, do some damage on him. And um, he's going to take another swing at you at disadvantage, Willie, and also is going to roll. Let's see, that is an 11 to hit. Um, I am. That does not hit me. Okay. And it can't go anywhere else. It's just going to look back at Wash and just make this horrible scream, this pain shriek. It, it hates everything about this. And Arnaldo, you're actually up again. Right. Uh, I am going to... Uh, I'd like to move in behind him and flank him. Um... Do, you, do I need to do a stealth check to sneak up on him for a sneak attack damage? Uh, do you have sneak attack damage too? Uh, I don't know how you want to play that. Usually flanking damage is like, I just get advantage or... Oh, I see. Do extra... Yeah. Not like the rogue sneak attack? No, like I'm flanking him and he... And... Yeah, in this, in this, that. you already have advantage <clears throat> because he's stuck in the um, the vines, but oh, okay, he's cool. trapped in the vines. He's clearly facing Wash and Willie. So, yeah, if you're behind cool. him, 
in this in this being in this would be an instance where I would say you would have advantage for flanking because he can't can't defend against you all at the same time. Okay. I'm gonna hit him with an unarmed strike. Uh, unnatural twenty to hit. All right, that hits. And you take six damage, and I'm gonna do my bonus action flurry of blows. And that was a twelve to hit. That's a miss. Cool. All right. And yes, you uh, you just what kind of hit was that that hit him? Um, it was just a just a fist to the face. Okay, you you hit, and uh, again the damage doesn't seem to be as you you I mean punched people in the face many times before, and uh, he he seems to take it, but it's not as satisfying as a crunch as you were expecting, and uh, with that. We are up to where did I lost my thing? Uh, Willie. Uh, Willie's gonna pull out his sword and finish up the guy and be like, "Yo, what the hell, man? You can't go swiping at people, man." <coughs> and it was gonna take a stab at him because Willie's kind of upset. Eleven. The myth. Yeah. Willie's not that upset. Uh, was that at advantage? To the vines? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, w Willie wasn't really into this swing. I mean, he, he felt like he should fight back, but uh, the, the guy's able to, to get around it and uh, it, it hits the dust. Uh, anything else for Willie? Nope. All right. Uh, wash. Um, I'm going to take out my silver dagger. Okay. Uh, it's going to be 21 to hit. That hits. And that is going to be, uh, four piercing. But then I'm once yeah. again going to cast Divine Smite. And it's going to be 11 Radiant. Wow, OK. So the dagger, when you slice it in, it still, even though it's silver, doesn't seem to do um, as much damage as you would expect with a, a good stab like that. Uh, but there's this flash of light and the rating damage really seems to to be beating him up and he's looking pretty hurt now um this creature you as you're hitting him he's pale you don't know if that's necessarily just because they're all pale in barovia or because he's been in the basement for a while but it's probably more than that you do notice as you're hitting him but he's not bleeding. There's not, um, you know, rivers of blood pouring out of these wounds. 
but uh, you know his his arm is half half off. Um, it's still connected, but like the, there's barely any any cartilage kind of holding it on, and um, uh, his face is a little twisted from all of these all these pains. Anything else you're doing, Wash? Nope. Okay, Ned. All right, so. I've seen that the damage isn't really taking the way that I would expect it to, right? So I'm gonna run up. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I can hear right here. And I'm gonna take out my rapier. I'm going to just attack him. I'm going to do Booming Blade as well with that. So. Okay. That's at advantage, right? Yes. Okay, that's mathematical 20 to hit. All right, that hits. And that does... That's get sneak attack because I've got advantage and other things too. So nine. Um, three piercing, and is the then uh, eight sneak attack damage. I don't know if that's considered piercing or what. Exactly. Okay. And then he's got. Uh, So he's sheathed in booming energy until the start on next turn. If he moves before then immediately takes 1d8 of thunder damage. Okay. Um, all right. Good. Is that, is that your turn? Yep, that's my turn. Okay. So this creature surrounded by you guys now is just going to start freaking out and is going to try to break free of the vines. Uh, let's see. So that is strength saving throw. At the beginning of his or, turn, he takes six piercing. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, he is now going to make that strength saving throw. What's your uh, DC? 14. Strength check. And he's going to get three um, with a 19. But that's his action. And now he's uh he there's a pole there so let's see he's actually going to run this direction so first uh what's the booming blade damage for moving so that is five thunder damage okay so this just loud burst of thunder um uh you know rolls over you guys as it shocks him further and then both Arnaldo and Ned get an attack of opportunity. No longer at 
at advantage. Okay. Is 14 to hit? It's a miss. Nineteen to hit. That's a hit. Five damage, and I'm gonna use my hand of harm. I'll cast a key point for an additional. Oh, hey, for an additional one d four plus two damage. That's okay. another six damage. All right. So he took eleven kill total. It? How do you want to um, kill him? Grab it by its hair, and then with my hand of harm, I punch it in the back of its neck, and it shatters its spine. I just drop it to the ground. Yeah. So it broke free of the vines, and this boomingness, uh, this booming thunder spell cast as it uh, moved enough to trigger it. But with that, and at the same time, Arnaldo just quick reflex grabbing it. Um, it's dead at your feet. And uh, you're in this dark basement. I immediately go to my book and try to figure out. I just start studying because I haven't killed a vampire before. I start studying any kind of like notes or, or monster hunter protocol for what to do with a dead vampire body. Okay. Uh so it's a little dark in here, hard to read, but you do know the the book you have is Van Richten's volume on witches and hags. He does yep. have uh, a, a volume on vampires, which isn't the one you have. But yeah, you're searching through to see if there's any hints. I mean, obviously I'm the monster discussions, there's a lot yeah. of overlap, but but uh, what else are you guys doing? I uh, inspect the body. Sure. Yep. Uh, roll an investigation check. Willie's just going off about how fucking crazy that was. Fourteen. Uh, so yeah, as you're inspecting it, you notice that um, it's dirty. Its clothing are it's ta uh, tattered. You, like I said, mostly everything that you saw before from the battle. There's not blood. Um, it's clearly an undead creature. And yeah, its nails are hardened into sharpened points. Its teeth um, have this strange fang, um, you know, in, in the canines. I try to get those teeth. You, you're gonna you're gonna cut out the teeth? I'm gonna try. All right. Uh what what weapon are you or what are you using? My silver dagger. Okay. Um, yeah, roll. Roll an attack roll. I don't get any teeth. Okay. But it doesn't. It doesn't have any possessions or any other things that you can find down here. It's it's quite sparse. Uh, Wash is gonna start looking around the room. Okay. Um, yeah, you're gonna explore the basement here. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk around, checking for anything. If there's any clues as to what kind of creature this was, 
etc. I put my book um, away and I assist. Okay. Uh, just roll another perception check. Six. And uh, it's an add advantage because Arnaldo's helping you. Six. Okay. Um, so it's, I mean, it's just this old nasty basement. Um, there's not much down here. There's some rotted, uh, wooden pallets in one corner. There is, um, uh, a, some puddles that have come down, uh, from particularly where that set of stairs are, but it's, uh, there's not anything interesting down here. I mean, you notice a lack of uh, filth and excrement, like this creature, if it's been down here very long, that's not part of its life. My God, it doesn't poop. But I bet undead babies are easy to manage. So yeah, you have a pretty good sense that it, I mean, base, basic, basically between that and, you know, the lack of blood and the way it reacted to your radiant spells, Swash, you're pretty sure it, it was undead. Sucks Do I feel here. confident? Do I feel confident that this is a vampire? It looks definitely like, you know, every vampire, um, trope that you'd ever heard of even Willie can tell this this looks like some kind of vampire not just the kind that borrows money and doesn't pay it back so what are you guys doing Wash has already walked up the stairs I follow Wash. Okay. Just leaving the body? Feel free to have it, man. I know you're into that sort of thing. Uh, actually, I want to burn the body. I, I get halfway up the stairs. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I we got to burn, burn this thing. I, I actually pick up the body and I'm going to start carrying it upstairs. I was going to take it. Back. Okay. I. I help you, and I say, "Can we go outside and burn this?" Uh, let's let his dad say his final goodbyes before we do it. You you look down, and this vampire uh, has just been like hacked up, and that arm that was almost off is off now, and like the way he you know broke the spine and rip the hair like its its head is not able to really hold it up in any particular way anymore it's it's in bad we, shape we probably shouldn't show this to the dad let's cover it up and it's just let's just burn it and say that he looked beautiful before he died um i actually cast silent image over the body and make it look like it uh like he did before we killed him so mangled nicer and the silent image move? Uh, oh, I guess it's out of spot. So I'll wait till we get up 
by his dad and then cast it does. It does say you can move your. You can use your action to move the image within range. So as long as you, as long as you stay near it, I would say you'd be able to, um, kind of keep the the illusion moving. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna the two of you are gonna carry this body up and make it look like it did before you hacked it up. Yep. Okay. Um, when you don't let the, the dad touch the, the left. So when you get up to the top, I'm just going to move you here. Um, how'd they get out? I was Donovich. standing at the trap door. Where, did you shut the trap door? Wash? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm standing right on top of it. <clears throat> you, you weren't when they, when they came up, obviously, but Willie is now down there alone. Oh, uh, Willie, are you are you coming up up the stairs as well? Yeah, I was trying to. All right. So Willie comes up. You're all upstairs, and uh, in this little room, um, in the doorway is Irina, and she is just very. You know, her eyes are wide, and she's saying, "What what happened to him?" He was dead when we found him. Yes, he was dead when we found him. <laughs> uh, he is he screaming shit and tried to bite me? Is he destroyed? Yeah, he is another young left destroyed. That should have been done a long time ago. Oh, hey now. What are you going to do now? We're gonna burn him. I think I think they don't look favorably upon burning bodies here. That's not true. They get, you guys love to burn bodies. Don't you guys love to burn your dead? It's glorious. Uh, this guy no, knows what they, talking about. They need to be buried on this holy ground. Am I correct? Father, but arson priest. The father's still knocked out. He's still knocked out yeah, in, the, in the moldy room. But <clears throat> he's napping. He's Irina fine. says. Irina says uh, this one should not be buried in the holy ground. He should be burned. It's true. Bismarck is just eyes wide, kind of hand on his sword. It looks like he's even paler than normal, like he's seen a ghost. Cool. So the father's right. still knocked out. So we should go and we should go and burn this before anything else bad happens. All right, you guys heading out of the church? Yep. I, we're here to to bury this one body. Yes, Irina. Yeah, there's there's still a coffin in the hallway. And she says, "Yes." Father's blessing. She kind of looks in where he's on the floor and says, uh, "That would be best." But I, I walk back in I, and pick him up and slap him a little bit. Okay. Uh, you, you doing a uh, do a medicine check? You trying to wake him up? 
Yeah. Okay. 19. Yeah, he, he, he comes awake and, and this kind of takes him a minute to figure out where he is and what he's doing here. And he, 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 as soon as he sees you over him and sees the trap door, he says, no, no, my son, and runs down into the basement. Close the and trap just door behind here. him and say yeah. he should calm down. This guy, he needs some time to cool off. Is it a mercy, Ned, to close the door? I think it might be. But not to trap him down there, to keep him, just let him be down there for a bit. A few, few yeah, moments later, you, you, for a little bit. You hear a scream, and then uh, you hear him running back up the stairs. Um, I, I walk over to where the trap door is and wait for him. Okay. And when he comes up, I'm going to talk to him. All right, yeah. So are you opening the trap door so he can yeah. get well, out? Okay. Comes up and where where is the actual body of the vampire dude at the moment? Um kind of I have his legs. And I just I just dropped him, so yeah, he's the body should be right there, I guess. And huh. I dropped the legs. So in that little room still? Yeah. Yep. All right, are you somehow the, the father missed that on his way down? So, are you letting him up right now? Um, I'm actually gonna try to go down and talk to him, go down to where he is, and not let him come up. Okay, Wash is gonna go back to Arena and just be like, We, we gotta bury this guy. I dragged the body of the vampire outside. Okay, uh, Wash. Which guy are you referring to when you say that, Jerina? The, the coffin. She she eagerly agrees. She says May, maybe we should get started before the father's. I don't know how if he'll recover. And she kind of hits Ismark, snaps him out of it, and he grabs one half of the coffin and kind of looks at you to see if you. Yep. Pick up the other. Okay. Yep. All right. So you guys walk out of the church with the coffin, and Arnaldo, you're dragging the vamp dead vampire behind the kind of outside this room. Yeah, it's a parade. Are you taking him out of the church or just out into the hall? I'm taking him out of the out outside of the church, like. I want to go outside. I want to burn him outside somewhere. Okay. So you just, you know, as they're carrying this coffin um, and Irina's holding the doors, you're just like grabbing some, whatever part you can get a hold of of this vampire and dragging his body. He wasn't a huge guy, but um, so you're, you're able to move him well enough. Um, I don't know what part's an so, illusion and what's not though. So I keep like grabbing for 
Um, the illusion will just stay in the room, actually. So it'll be a silent image of the body in the room. That's a mind fuck. So <laughs> the body in the in body the... ain't comes. A little bit of both. So this is in the the moldy room where the trap door is. Yes. Okay. All right. So the, the guy, the, the the father's like pounding on the trap door. He's screaming at the moment. Yeah, so I try to open the door in a way that he can't come up. Only I can, like, I want to talk him away from the body. So you say that one more time? What'd you say? Let him come up. I'll let him come up. Okay. Yeah, he comes up and he sees this body then. That's the illusion is on the on I'll, the floor. I'll actually let the illusion drop before he comes up. That way. He, I don't want him to see the body. I want I want to talk to him before he does. Okay. He comes up and he is panicked and he says, where, where is he? Where I, is my son Dur? I just kind of grab him by the shoulders and they say, I need to tell you something, but I need you to calm down first. Can you take a minute and calm down and let me talk to you? Uh, roll a persuasion check. Um, that is 13. He's, he's worked up and he, he's looking past you. He's trying to see where his son is. He's, he's not really listening to you. Okay. I kind of forcefully just keep holding your shoulders and say, your son is not whoever that was in the basement, not your son. Uh, roll a strength check. He's going to try to just push past you. Um, yeah, 13. Okay, yeah. He, you're able to hold on to him. He's, a, he's an older guy, um, bigger guy. He's not um, getting past you. Where is my son? Your son is dead. I'm sorry. Your son was dead a long time before he came to that basement. But he can be redeemed. Uh, uh, there must be a way. Please, please let me see him. Please. He's trying to push past you. Please, oh, hey, man, you did hurt him, did you? Done, man. Oh, uh, he totally gnawed off his own arm. When we got to him, he had already... <laughs> hurt himself beyond repair. He yep. had gone mad. He he tried to kill us. He tried to bite us. He he was not a human. Of course he tried to bite you, you fool. I told you. He, he doesn't eat like us anymore. He had been changed. Of course he would try to bite you. That's why I told you not to go down there. Yeah, he got hungry and he tried to eat himself. And we, he was dead when we got there. You, you, Arnaldo, you're deception you're, check. You no, Arnaldo, you're still out with the real body. They're, they, they're, oh, in the okay. Oh, got it. Sorry, I misunderstood. You, so you, you have to know that that was, that's no way for any creature to live locked up in a basement for the rest of his life. There is no redemption for his kind. You had roll, uh, Roll an uh, 
intelligence. Uh, insight check. Insight check. Insight. Uh, Eleven. You believe the arguments you're making, but you you don't think you're getting through to this guy. Uh, I mean, not only do you believe them, you, you also think they're um, pretty valid uh, logically, but you don't feel like he's really hearing you. Arnaldo, you're out. You've drug his body. Um, while you're dragging it, the arm does kind of fall off, and you got to go, like, gather it up you have all of it again where are you taking it uh do i see anywhere that's like a a pyre or something that i could burn him at it's gotta be something these guys these these seem like the burn people at the stake type of people <laughs> so both wash and arnaldo when you guys walk out of the church so it's this kind of dilapid dilapidated uh wooden church building set a little distance from the rest of the village uh, up a sloping hill. There aren't like um, dark, deep forests nearby, it, but there are absolutely um, wood piles that you would look at as being more of like uh, probably for burning fuel than for burning people, but there's wood here. Um, wash both uh, Ismark and Isabella or uh, Isabel, Irina, they lead you down a path that goes around the outside of the church. And at the back of the church, there is a, um, a wrought iron fence around the cemetery. And um, uh, I, uh, they go and unlock this, uh, it kind of has a, a latch that they open and take you back through this old cemetery. Is is there a crypt? Are we digging a hole? What what is the plan? Arena says there there is a crypt. It is our families. Um, once we get the coffin there, I probably need to go back and get the key from the father. I forgot. Well, why don't you go now? You're not helping. Okay. She she runs away. Uh, Ismark says. Ismark says, uh, wh "What did you do? What did you do to Doru?" Uh, Doru was dead. The creature in the basement was not Doru. Was he a vampire? Yes. Not a very Doru good was, Doru was a friend of ours before. He was closer to Arena than I was in age, but before he became whatever that was. It is very sad. Does this happen very often here? Uh, I have never seen it happen, but I would, based on the stories I hear from travelers, it happens more often here than others, other places. Are there stories 
uh, in the town of people coming back from this sort of thing? You mean after you become a vampire? The, the father seemed convinced that, that his son could be redeemed some way. Is that a father's mad hope or is, do you have stories? There are no stories uh, of a vampire ever becoming alive again. I think the father was praying for a miracle, but madness is probably the right way to think of that. You guys have reached this crypt now that um, isn't huge in uh, the grand scheme of things, but it's the biggest one here. And it has uh, these stairs that go down into blackness and uh, uh, another iron fence in front of it, or another iron gate. And uh, you kind of set the coffin down while you're waiting. Uh, Arnaldo, you're dragging the body. What are you gonna do with it? Uh, do, is there a pile of wood somewhere nearby? Yeah, you're able to find a wood pile that cool. looks like it probably belongs to the church. So I take my my Ikawa and I start uh, dismembering the body. Okay. All right. Uh, as you're doing this, you notice it's it's somewhat of a distance, but there are some villagers that uh, had seen you carry the coffin down and were were curious about this, um, and they they can't quite see exactly what you're doing but you're gathered, there's a small crowd kind of down in the village I kind of turned my back to them to to hide and see how fast I could do it I just wanted to look like like firewood you want the, the body to look like firewood um, all right hey, he's, not, ble he's not bleeding <laughs> yeah <clears throat> as you're doing this uh, a crow lands opposite the wood pile uh, about 10 feet in front of you and is just kind of with its you know, eyes looking at you from both sides of his face, kind of hopping around, kicking at the ground. It seems to be uh, a raven, I should say, a, a bigger, than a, bigger than a crow. I wink at it. It, it flies up uh, about 10 feet back and uh, seems to be trying to figure out what that means. Uh, I beckon to it to come here. It flies towards you and lands on your shoulder. If you I stay very it. still. As soon as you go to reach up for it, it, it flies away and is now you know, probably 25, 30 feet in a, in a small tree. But it kind of looking around at you seems to be trying to figure out what to make of you with your mask I just touch my shoulder again if he wants to come back he, he doesn't he, he kind of stays where he is now but uh, he keeps watching you as you're dismembering this body uh, Wash or not Wash Ned and Willie you guys are in the room and Father Donovich has just Basically, he's collapsed into bawling now. What have you done with my son? Please tell me where he is. But he's has all his weight on Ned and is incoherent 
Yeah. As he collapses to his knees, I'm going to follow him. I'm just going to hug him and not say anything. Willie's all sit down next to me. Hey, man. Hey, man, I know what you're going through. Hey, man, I get it. I get it here. And Willie's going to offer him one of his mushrooms. Okay. Which uh, which one? From the uh, original set, I have one left. Okay. Um, he So, Willie, roll a persuasion check to see if he thinks that this is a... Um, uh, it's a little random for him. I think he likes the way it sounds. I think he's thinking the mushroom sounds good right now at 20. Um, yeah, he doesn't, he, he's, he's barely with it. He doesn't know why, but you hand it to him and sure enough, he puts it in his mouth. It's going to be all right, buddy. It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. All right. And uh, he's chewing it, and he's just looking at you like, uh, okay, but uh, what do you, my son, my son, where's my son? I mean, let's, uh, let, let's go get him. Let's go find him, all right? Yes, yes. You can take me to him. Right, right then, Irina comes in, and she um, pokes her head in the door and says, uh, I need to get the keys for the crypt from from Father Donovich. And, and he looks at you, Willie, and he looks at her and, and just kind of doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, all right, Father. Let's, uh, let's give her the keys and, you know, she'll help us out on the way, all right? Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, the keys are in my office. Um... Start, I'm gonna as soon as I start walking away, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Father go, let him walk away. I'm waiting till he walks away. I've got something I want to do. Okay, he walks away. He goes over into the office. He's kind of stumbling. He's barely um, really realizing what. Um, Willie, are you following him or are you staying in the room you're in? I'm following. Okay, he he doesn't he's just kind of trying to figure out what is going on and um, hands Irina the keys. And then uh, she runs back out and he turns to you, Willie. And he says, why is my chair talking to me? These chairs have never spoken before. Um, while, he, while he does that, I am going to cast silent image, not silent image, sorry. Minor illusion. And I'm going to have it be his son's voice. I'm going to tell him, Father, I have been dead for a long time. My spirit is finally free. Your prayers have been answered. Please, please let my memory live. In and do not worry about me anymore. Roll for persuasion. Natural 20. Woo! All right. 
between the mushrooms and this voice that just seems to come out of the skies. Uh, Father Donovich is looking at you, Willie, the whole time this voice is appearing. And you just see his tears start coming out of his eyes. And he says, my, my daughter, my daughter, this is, this is better for him, I know. And he just kind of slumps to the ground and is weeping. But it's a different, it's a different kind of weeping. He, he's basically been weeping all, ever since you, you met him. Yeah, man, I, I know what I know what you're going through, brother. I get it. I mean, you know, it, the fight for him is over now, though, and that's a good thing. Uh, Willie, roll an insight check. How the heck do I get my character thing out of this room? <laughs> oh, where are you trying to go? Uh, I was trying to follow them closely, sort of closely, so I could. So you can, or I could hear what happened after you heard the illusion. Gotcha. Um, So, sorry. Yeah, I think it has turned on where the 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 rooms are limiting your movement. Um, Willie, you're not a hundred percent sure, but you're thinking that maybe between the the madness trauma and the mushrooms and the voice that he's he's not really hearing you anymore okay he's just kind of in his own little world on the ground there sobbing sounds right all right so what are you guys doing Um, while, while the father's weeping, I'm just going like, to go next to him and say, I'm so sorry for your loss, but I hope you see that it's better now. And I walk away, walk outside. Okay. How long does it take me to dismember this body? Oh, you can, I mean, it was already hacked up pretty good. So, I mean, you can just okay. get it, get them hacked up within a number of minutes. Cool. I try to like, just mix it in with the firewood and just light them on fire. Okay. So Ned and Willie, when you walk out, you see um, Arnaldo just with his hands on his hips watching this little bonfire that's just starting to go now. It's barely gone up. Um, Off behind him, you see about 12 to 20 ravens that are just gathered in the trees and start squawking at each other and talking and kind of snapping at each other, flying around. But um, there seems to be quite a big group of ravens that have gathered here. Wash, Irina caught up to you, had a set of keys, and it takes her a minute to find the right one. She doesn't know, but um, unlocks this iron gate, swings it open, and uh, the stairs going to lead down into this crypt slide the coffin down the stairs and close the gate. Uh, Ismark, he, he uh, finds in, inside the crypt there's a torch and uh, do, do you have any flint and steel? I 
pat my pockets and say, nope. Uh, Irina rolls her eyes and, and down underneath where, all, where that torch was and where some others are. She finds one and lights the torch and lights up this small crypt. And uh, it goes down a little ways into its own little basement. And there are, you know, half a dozen uh, uh, stone um, slabs where you assume there are um, remains behind them, and then another three or four that are empty. And they say, "For now, we should we should put him there." And they point to one of the empty ones. Okay. So you guys lift up the body, slide it in there, and uh, Ismark looks at Irina and says, "I will, I will make sure we get a stone placed for him." But hurry, we should go. And they uh, hurry out. I'm gonna inspect it while I'm down here. Okay, what are you gonna inspect? Uh, I'm mostly interested uh, in trying to see if. Uh, it looks like this place has been disturbed. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll a perception check. It's gonna be high 20. Okay. Um, so you're looking to see if it's been disturbed and you definitely do not get that vibe at all. Um, you see some names, uh, they all bear the name Klyanovich. And um, they, uh, some of them look, you know, older, older than others, but um, it, it doesn't look like it's been messed with or disturbed or anything like that. It, it's not, there's not a lot down here. There's the empty uh, kind of spots where you could put a body. And then there's the ones where you assume people already are that have giant stone Labs that are uh, covering covering where the body would slide into, and those are the ones with names carved on them. I'm just gonna casually, as I'm walking out, sort of put a hand on a couple of those large stones and just see if they're wiggly. The the way too that the body is the coffin is slid in. I mean, it's it's slid in head first and uh, is pretty snug. It's a little bigger coffin than maybe average uh, because of this guy seemed may have been a big guy. But um, you assume that if somebody was in there, it'd be hard for them to move. Um, but yeah, the, the stones, they seem pretty solid. You don't find anything that's wiggly. All right, I'm just gonna walk out. Okay, Arena's just standing by the gate holding open waiting for you and when you walk out she blocks it and um, quickly starts walking back up to the church with uh, is Mark following her yep I'll go with him and uh, she says wash as you're walking um, thank you I very much appreciate this kindness I'm sorry that that had to happen with Doru. Did you want us to come here to help bury your father or because you wanted us 
to kill the vampire. I do not know you, and I would not have asked asked that of you. It should have been done a long time ago. But because of Doru, nobody comes to this church anymore. Everyone is afraid. No one would help us bury our father, both because of Doru and I think they are afraid of us now that now that that we've been visited. But I, I, I would not have asked you to kill Doru without knowing. I would not have put you in that danger. So would you consider but this some, a great service that we have done to your town or a heroic service? She keeps walking. She, I don't know what that means. Hmm. Well, it is, it is a great service. Uh, you're now up to the front of the church where you see the other, the other three, and um, uh, this fire now is really roaring. Can I identify any uh, body parts in there? Uh, it's it's burned up pretty. Um, I mean, the fire's really roaring now. Arnaldo hacked it up. I mean, you can assume, knowing that's what he was coming out here to do it, but um, you don't see uh, a head staring out at you or anything like that. Hey, guys, I started a fire so we could all hang out and have fun together. Oh, thanks, man. What is going on guitar? Yes, there are pleasant. There are now um, what must be a hundred ravens that are just circling up above and uh, in the trees and squawking and and making sounds. I'm going to cast speak with animals. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to, I'm just going to listen to what they're saying. Um, they, so you're just casting and listening. Yeah. It's very strange because I can hear them first come by your audio and then I hear them come by my house, but it's a constant, constant. That's pretty impressive sound effects. Um, so they're loud because there's so many of them. It's hard to necessarily um, pick up on anything specific, but it's mostly just social stuff. It's really simple things. Um, you do distinctly hear a few of them talking about the shinies in Ned's ears. Um, Cause I think Ned has some jewelry if, uh, if I'm right. And you distinctly hear them talk about that and in their kind of primitive way of speaking, trying to figure out if, if uh, they got close enough, they could get it from her. Um, out from my pack. You what? I'm going to, I'm going to pull out Merle. Okay. And uh, so you pull out Merle. Merle's not as big as a raven. Merle's more like a, a crow size. And um, he says, what are you doing? 
Why are you taking me out of there? Why are you so cold here? Show them all the ravens. And the ravens, you do see 12 to 20 that kind of circle up and are, are um, kind of, they seem like this is a social event for them. They're looking at Merle. It's hard for you to hear because of the distance, exactly what they're saying. But um, roll a perception check. 19. All right. You um, distinctly hear um, some of them making fun of Merle. Merle doesn't have, obviously, any idea because he can't speak uh, Raven. But um, you also hear several that are just very curious about Arnaldo and trying to figure out what he is. And uh, um, they they're seem to be just curious. Neil you hear them talking about birds. What gods do you serve? Uh, as you do this, like the whole swarm just kind of like it's real loud and and uh, not takes off like leaves, but just takes to the air and is moving around. And uh, three or four kind of land near you and are looking at you say uh you 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 speak you speak yes are you trapped in this land or can you leave leave go where anywhere else Never tried to go anywhere else. Cannot go through mist. Mist bad. Mm. It's bad for me too. Do you have shiny? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take out uh, fifteen shiny copper pieces. Just throw throw them down near them. Like the 15 okay. shiniest ones I, I can find really quickly. Oh shit, man, pennies. And you're just gonna scatter them around? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw them like at the feet of the ones that are talking to me. Okay. okay. Uh when you do that, like 50 just dive into that and they're like fighting over them and like there's major mayhem as they're all trying to get these 15. Um, I mean, by now you think there's probably two to 300 of these birds gathered around you guys. It's mass chaos. I'm going to say again, who, who do you serve? And uh, it's hard to hear because they're all fighting and they're up in this madness. But um, one of them flies by and says, we, we serve the shinies. I don't know what you mean by serve. We like shinies. Does mean anything to us? Like anything in our history re- recall what that might mean? Uh, Wash gets the sense that they are really focused on the shiny items. I hide any kind of jewelry that I might have on me. Irina says, um, 
I, I would like to be going now, please. Going where? You, you said you were going to take me. Uh, I would where? like to go back to my house and prepare to leave. Uh, I need to go to Velaki. She looks at his mark and he just kind of nods and shrugs. And I thought you wanted to go to Madame Eva. Yes. Can we go now? Is the, is the fire burned out? No, the fire's still nice and toasty. Irina senses um, some hesitation and says, uh, I need to go to my home and prepare for the journey. Do you need anything or should I go prepare and then come back in a few minutes? Uh, you should go prepare for the journey and we'll come get you. Where are we going again? She leaves immediately uh, and Ismark kind of looks at you, looks at her and then uh, before he leaves, he says, um, I don't know if I can convince her of this, but I'm going to stay. I've seen what you can do. If you can kill a vampire spawn, then I believe she's just as safe with you, whether I'm there or not. But I think I should stay, defend the house, and maybe... If I am indeed Burgomeister now, perhaps I can rebuild the village, but I think Irina needs to go on alone. Uh, how many other strange creatures are trapped in basements in the town? He looks uh, around the village and says, I would not poke around the the house is if I were you, and he starts walking back the other direction. I was going to suggest that the Burgermeister should take care of it, not us. He turns and he nods at you. He says, I will try. Yeah, man, it's not cool to lock people in basements. Wash, do you want to say anything more to the crows before your, your spell wears off? They're still, uh, they're pretty raucous. It's hard to, to really have a conversation, but you can try. I'm just going to take another uh, 30 copper pieces and just fling them into the air over the whole thing and, and say, enjoy the shinies, my friends. Yeah, they, they are loving it. They seem to be um, majorly fighting over it. Um, we're all together, right? Yeah, you're all together. It's now like early afternoon-ish um, by the time all this has gone on. And the day is um, overcast. So there is no um, 
there's no sky that you can see, no sun, even you can't even tell where the sun is right now, but the clouds are high. Um, As you look around, you see this village that you are a few hundred feet away from at the church, um, off behind the village. Actually, it's more behind the church. There's this tall castle up on a um, kind of a mountain slab. Then further behind that castle is a tall snow-covered mountain. And you guys are all just standing around enjoying a, a vampire bonfire. So he has his guitar out. And what's Willie playing? Oh, Willie's just strumming at the moment. He's still working out a song. Okay. Let me let me see. Can we like see into the town from here? Yeah, you can see into the town. You're you're not too far away. It's so just like a, a few hundred feet. Sandwich shop. Oh, you're like looking for, um, you want to see, you can't see, you know, get a sense of any particular buildings there. What, what are we doing? Are we still trying to find Madam Eva? I think we should, yes. I mean, That's our mission, yeah. I don't know, this town, Scary. I'll be honest. Proceed like that before. I don't know, but since we can't leave, we need to figure out a way to leave. I don't want to stay here longer than we need to. Willie is thinking about how he's got a a peaceful feeling. Easy peaceful feeling. And it actually is a peaceful, easy feeling. So we'll just strum along. Yep. Um, the door we need to walk through before we can go anywhere. So I think that's our best step. What did you say, Ned? I didn't catch that. I think that Madame Eva is, our, is a door that we should walk through. I think it's the only one we really have. So. Well, it seems like we are leaving this town and, and walking to another place. Is there anything we need before we leave here? I mean, do you want to set someone up to, like, check in on your home? Like, do you want someone to house sit for you? No, I just was going to have you come back every night. I, I, don't, I don't do a lot of traveling at night. I, I, don't, I don't travel at night by myself, man. Well, you're already disappointing me, then. Hey, man, you're not my real dad, okay? I'm not even your fake dad. Well, then how can I disappoint you? Just like this. Um, I guess we have to go find the Kleonoviches. Um, The village 
I'll put the image up again because, like I said, you guys have uh, explored it enough. Um, I think. Now, I don't know how to do the roll 20 thing, um, but I can show it in Zoom. So this is the village here. Come on. So you see that, right? No. Nope. There it is. Oh, there we go. So here's the church up here. I said it was a few hundred feet, so it's a little further distant than this image, but graveyard behind it, um, kind of bonfire using the um, the firewood piled up. And you know the Kalyanoviches are down on the other, other end because you walk through the village. This is where you had um, blood on the vine drinks and there's a mercantile shop across from that but other than that you didn't see any any stores that looked open is the fire out no i mean it's it's uh, not as raging. big but it's still going hey man there's a little fire in all of us man and that never goes as, out. as once i'm confident that it just looks like that there's no flesh and you know vampire parts hanging out uh i would like to just throw a few more logs on top of the bones and uh start walking toward the house okay yeah the fire um i mean the uh body seems like it dried up pretty quickly um it burned up pretty quickly because it was not flesh like normal flesh so no blood. you think you think if you left now there'd be maybe some bones in there but people aren't going to find a body where where it is you wouldn't expect it to like burn down the church or anything cool so you guys are going to walk back to the house Yeah, just I'm going to be trying to pay attention to sounds of people screaming in basements as we walk through the town. Okay. No, no sounds of people screaming in basements as you walk through. Um, <clears throat> again, people are avoiding you. There are definitely more people coming out to look at you and, and try to get a sense of who you are and what you are. Um, but from far away, you know, from like almost like they're coming out their back door and looking down an alley or looking out a front window, no one who's getting even close enough that you, know, you could talk to them. But uh, you make it back to the uh, ruined mansion and um, go inside. Is the door just open? Um, Ismark is waiting for you. 
So, I mean, oh. he, he opens the door. And oh, hi, when... When you go in, uh, he says, uh, she is ready. Um, and you said you would be able to take her to Velaki? Your sister is ready for us to take her? Uh, to Velaki? Does she know how to get there? Uh, she has never been there, at least not since she was very little. But I think the road is marked with the signs. Um, if if you leave the village and follow the road, it should get you there. Uh, on the way. On this, I, you know, I've never been here before, so I don't know. The trip is about half a day, but I believe you wanted to go to see Madame Eva first. We, we should not leave today. We need to wait till the morning. Unless you have some sort of horse or cart we can take with us to live. I, I do not have a horse, I'm sorry. But uh, uh, Madameva is a, about an hour and a half down the road. So you could you know go there. You know she's there right now. So Madameva is in Velaki? No, no, Velaki is further away. Madameva is usually there is a Vistani camp uh, at the Serpul. It's a small lake just down the river. And you know they're there right now? Uh, technically, no, I don't. And, they and you know that there's no obstructions on the road? No, I have not been on the road. I, and you want us to I, go out with your sister on these thin margins of error? And you're not coming with us. Uh, okay, the morning, maybe that is good then. If that sounds good to you. I, I do have to ask, you said earlier that you weren't, you weren't going to come with us, right? I don't think I should. I think that you should. I think that, yes, you are in charge of this town. But what can one man do in, in the face of many, many vampires? Do you have an assistant burgomaster? I don't have an assistant. Not right now. Uh, do you have an army? You. No, the army, the makeshift army that the wizard made, they all died. What protection do you so have? So you're saying I should have, you're saying I should abandon these people? No. I'm saying that maybe your greatest, greater purpose is not sitting in a big house by yourself with a giant target. Also, a, no, a known place where vampires have come before. You the only vamp the only vampire in our town is Doru, and you killed him. The Dor only other one who's come is Count Strahd, and he is coming for my sister. That is why we need to get her moved. 
I don't know how long it will take him to find out that she is not here. But I think if I stay in the house and at least defend it at the evening, maybe that will buy you more time. And then during the day, I will try to do what my father could not this last year, which is revive our town. He, in his final months, had lost all hope. I do not know if I have any yet, but I do hope something must be done. So I can come with you, but it means leaving my village. I don't know when I'll come back. Lay lay out your day for us tomorrow if you're staying here. What is it that you're going to do? If I stay here, I think I need to find out which homes are safe and which ones need to be maybe even destroyed. There are vermin, there are other living things that are not good. Maybe we burn down half the town intentionally. Yes. But we have to find out. These homes are very old. Also, it's very hard for us in Barovia to get building materials to rebuild. Once something goes, it's gone. So... I mean, it looks like you've got a lot of homes that are empty, man. That's what I'm saying. He makes a good it's point. Tough. We could knock down some empty houses. Like, you could, like, and I don't like this word, but you could, like, cannibalize those homes for the building materials. I mean, salvage? Salvage the word you're looking for? Yeah, good, good one, Ned. And we can start gentrifying. <laughs> That is a good idea. Uh, I should do that in, instead of burn them. But I, I suppose then I'll have to find which able-bodied citizens can help me clear out. In Barovia, even the rats serve Strahd. So I will see what I can do. Uh, but I'm sure we can help, right? Well, let me ask you a more pointed question. What is the purpose of rebuilding if Strahd's still at large? Like, until you, what do you mean? Until you break the curse of Strahd. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sorry. Massive sound effects in the background. Audience. Until you, until you break the curse of Strahd, will not this town continue to perish? The Strahd is our ruler. So like it or not, he is, uh, we are his people. So I don't know how or why but he does not just destroy everything. The village of Barovia is the way it is because we rose up against him and we suffered for it. And all those people are dead, but he does not wantonly kill his own people. It is just recently he has come and has some interest in Elena. 
Speaking of which, uh, to put a blunt point on it, what is the value of one life balanced against the lives of an entire village? What are you asking? We can poison Irina's blood. And then when he drinks it, he will die. Hey, man, no. I've seen enough of that shit. We ain't doing that. We can poison this man's blood and cast an illusion to make him look like Irina. And then when the vampire drinks his blood, he'll die. Uh, At that moment, Irina comes down a set of old rickety stairs and she has changed. Last you saw her, she's in kind of a black funeral dress, but she's actually wearing armor now. She has a breastplate on and uh, uh, some uh, cloak, red scarlet cloak. Um, I don't like that sword. She has a, a rapier that she's actually holding. It's the same one that Ismark had. Uh, when you first met him. We can't but, see anything. Uh, it, it's still loading. <clears throat> oh. Irina, we were just talking about you. I made you some tea. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right. Irina, miss, don't, don't drink anything this man gives you. Has it come up yet? Yeah, yeah it's there now. Oh, okay. But uh, she comes down and says, um, I'm ready to go. Where are we going? I thought you were going to take me to Velaki. That's right. That's right. Ismark says, um, we've heard that Velaki is more secure than Barovia. And I think... Mm -hmm more secure in general. Uh, if Strahd is hunting her, maybe he is also not able to get into Thalaki. I don't know. But there is a church there. Um, the father may be able to help you. Are we maybe able to help to her. Kill his child too? <laughs> I, I don't know. There's much I don't know. I have not left this village. I mean, I ain't, I ain't killing kids, man. I don't do that shit. Everyone is somebody's kid. I know what I said. Irina says to Ismark, are you coming, brother, or are you going to stay here? He He looks at you and looks at her says I, I told you I I think I should stay um, I think you'll be safe with these ones they're just taking you to Velaki he, he looks at you wash a little um, unsure and you hear him whisper to her you hear him say don't drink anything that that one gives you And of course, Willie offers her a mushroom. I don't. Uh, that. Oh, okay. All right. What are you doing? 
are you it's about mid-afternoon are you headed out or did you want to wait and leave the next day wait uh, i recommend that we rest and leave the next day Okay. Or at least take a short rest and leave super early in the morning. I mean, we can rest, get a long rest, and leave super early in the morning, anyways. We can leave it. Wash just lays down on the floor and goes to sleep. I mean, um, is Ismark still in the room? Yeah. You know, Ismark, I'm I'm a guest in your city, man. What would you recommend for tourists to get up to? for an afternoon here? Uh, an afternoon here? There's not much in Barovia. Uh, you could help me clear some houses? Yeah, I'll help you clear some houses. I mean, like, I'm kind of looking to, like, kick back a bit. Kick, kick back? I don't know what this means. I mean, like, you know, what? What what do people do for fun here? Fun. We don't have fun in Barovia. All right, so are you guys going... You guys are going to stick around and leave the next day? Yes. All right, Ismark looks really nervous about this. He says... um, uh, what happens if he attacks again? What happens if he comes for my sister what tonight? What, if we have, what happens if he comes for your sister and you're by yourself? Why don't we go to a different house? Why don't we go sleep in the church? He says, uh, I don't... Well, now that Doru is dead, I don't know if that's a bad idea. Well, let's go sleep in the church. Irina looks at you and says, do you think it would be safer that way? Nope. She says, I just want to get out of this forsaken village. But I will wait. I am not an adventurer. I will trust you and wait if you think I should. Arnaldo just said, well, really, I just want a small nap. I don't really need a, I don't need like a, you know, I don't need breakfast in bed or anything. I just need a, just a little shut eye to regain some key points. I would like, I would like a nap rest. It's only, it's only late afternoon now, so we've got time. Uh, Ismark, are we, are we going to, uh, you want to clear some houses, you said, on the way? Okay, so you're going to spend the night here, but clear some houses in the afternoon? That's what I would like to do, yeah. Okay, who's going with Ned to clear houses? I guess I will. Wash will go. Okay. Um, well, I'll keep an eye on Irina. Irina wants to go. She says, I hate being helpless. Uh, can you can you show me can you show me how to fight? I can show you a thing or two about swordsmanship. 
Well, what in front of you, you're only going to use it for self-defense. Ismark made me practice with him, so I I know a little bit already, but I'm not very good. I'm sick of being helpless. I can teach you to play dead like the mighty opossum. Doesn't know quite what to make of that. I don't want to play dead. So uh, Ismark takes you to a house and um, he says this house uh, I know has some infestation. Uh, it, it's not it's not good. I think they were former villagers. Uh, are you ready? Okay, man. So, um, do you guys want to run combat for the creatures that you would find in here, or do you want us to just do a uh, fast play through the with the size of your party, you're, you're going to be able to take them out and then, but how much detail do you want to go into what you're fighting? No, it's fine. Okay. Let's take a short break first. All right. So you guys are going up to this house and um, it's, you know, much like all of the houses that you've seen so far, you know, kind of stone foundation, stone, stone base with uh, wooden top, uh, high peaked roof. Uh, this one's a uh, two story again, like, um, like the house that you guys spent the night in. And you see in front of it, the it's boarded up from the outside and painted over the doors um, or over the slats in front of the door, it says, keep out danger. And as Mark says, this is one where uh, we don't want people to go in, but I think we should get rid of this danger now. Wash is gonna rip the boards away. All right, roll strength check. Eighteen. Yeah, you're able to just rip these boards right off. Then and that has a is Mark. What's that? That has a crossbow bolt, crossbow with a bolt in it, ready to go. Like ready if anything pops up that's not that looks bad, and she's gonna shoot it. Okay. All right. And what are you guys Gertruda! And kick open the door. All right. So you kick open the door, and uh, it's a dirty, filthy front entryway. The house is dark. Um, there's a little bit of light that is coming in from, um, you know, the boarded up windows. But for the most part, it's hard to see in here. And, uh, but you don't see any creatures in this front entry room. So wash you're in the doorway and then what's kind of your marching order? I'm, I'm just gonna turn to Ismark and be like, well, that, that was easy. Should we do another? 
they're they're further in. I guess Wash is walking in. Um, before he walks in, Will is going to knock on what's left of the door frame because it's rude to enter home without knocking first. All right. He, you're going to call out anything? Gertruda! No. Nah. Seems like Wash has the calling out taken care of. Okay. Um, and I'm going to cast Incinerate yeah. Strike. Okay. Uh, how many more spell slots do you have left? Cantrip. Oh, okay. It's a bonus action cantrip, um, casting it every turn. Well, there you go. Um, so you're going through this room or this uh, house and it's there's still furniture in here but it's mostly rotted you know the table is fallen in on the legs and um the roof has fallen in in various places the ceiling at least from the from the second floor but um on the first floor you're you get a whiff of some really bad smells but other than that um it's like just a really strong mold um, decay smell. And Ismark and Irene are kind of holding at the back of you guys, and they're coming in, but very hesitantly. I say to Irina, did you want to learn how to fight or not? Yes, I, I do. Not going to get any fights in at the back. Okay, okay, what do I do? Walk, walk up here. All right, she she has her rapier out and is uh, gonna hold it out in front of her. She she comes up to you. Um, are there rooms around in here? You can just start sweeping room one at a time. All right. Uh, Wash. You go into a parlor, and in the parlor, there is this old kind of like uh, couch settee thing that the legs have fallen off on one side and um it's at an angle and there's a body that's kind of just head down forward i'm gonna give her a little push forward and say attack she, she just looks wide-eyed at you attack that isn't that aren't, aren't we here to kill the people who were in here you seem to have a problem with your dead coming back to life she just looks at it and you hear her just yell. She runs with her sword straight out in front of her and just stabs right through the chest of this thing. And its eyes just rolls up at her and uh, roll for initiative. <clears throat> 17. Twenty-three. Willie? What did you get, Willie? Sorry, what was the rule? Uh, rule for initiative. Uh, Twenty-one. Nineteen. And 
19 for Ned. And let's see. All right, Wash, you're up. Um, it, it's, it's eyes rolled up in an aggressive manner. Yeah, so what you see looks um, very much like a dead decaying here. Let me zoom in on this, um, on a dead decaying creature that um, at one point was a person but is no longer a person. Yeah, I'm going to attack that. Can you see the screen? Yep. Huh? Yeah. 13 to hit. That's a hit. 10 slashing damage. You said 10? 10 slashing. Okay. Um, you cut its leg right off of it. Um, just kind of slashing down. And the way you slash one of its legs were barely attached. And uh, yeah, you hit it. Did that kill it? Uh, that did not kill it. And it needs to make a strength saving throw against my ensnaring strike. Okay. And that will fail. All right. So these green glowing vines just rip up out of the ground and grab onto them. Okay. And I say you're, and you're doing great. All right. Um, let's see. Arnaldo, did you you rolled a twenty three, right? Mm-hmm. So, so somehow I. Um, I don't know what it is with your guys' names, but I am all over the place. So, Arnaldo, you're up next. Okay, I... I go to slash at him with my Ikawa. All right, so you're going to run up there, too? Yep. 17 to hit. That's a hit. Takes 10 piercing damage. All right. Uh, you will um, chop off one of its arms and just it flops off. That, so it now has it was sitting in the chair, <laughs> having a little snap. And then uh, one of its legs gets chopped off. The unarm falls off. It has all these vines. Like the vines are actually not just grabbing it, but they're like coming up through it and around it. Um, and is that your turn, Arnaldo? I will spend a key point to initiate my flurry of blows. Okay. Oh, and I will attack him again. So I stabbed him and then I uh, do like a little punchy punch punch. Okay. 13 to hit. Uh, that hits. And it's, it's at advantage if you, um, if you weren't taken anyway. Oh, okay. So roll roll your advantage in case you roll a crit. Fair enough. Uh, I do not crit. It's a thirteen okay. and then a sixteen to hit, so he still hits. Uh, and then six damage. Okay. 
Um, this time, you know, with all these uh, vines on it, it's pretty easy target. And are you, what kind of, uh, was this, what kind of attack were you doing? Bludgeoning. Just okay. fist to the face. Um, you hit it in its face. And um, its head rolls right off the back of its body. And uh, it's now headless. Uh, Ned, you're up. Um, I'm going to go over to the girl whose name I can't remember. I'm going to like just help her correct her grip on her rapier. Esmeralda. Esmeralda. No, Irina. Irina. I'm going to help correct her grip on the rapier and then guide her hand to stab, just stab the head, like up through the neck, just stab it. The, the head actually rolled back behind the couch, so she would have to move around to try to get to the, the head. And it's not her turn. A whole, I can't. I can't. Can I hold an action to guide her to the head and do that? To her turn. Sure. Sure. So you're gonna help her go stab. Yeah. A severed head on the ground. Yeah, and I'll say, "Hey guys, just let let her finish it." Okay. Um, Ismark is standing at the back he, he, there's so many people up around this thing he's just uh he's also poured it pulled out a sword and is looking up um as you hear from the second floor footsteps clumping um it, you seem to have attracted attention of something from the the first floor or the second floor um willie you're up next uh, Willie's uh, fighting instincts, a goal kick, and he's gonna stab at the guy for 15. Uh, that hits. This is the zombie on the, on the yeah. couch. Okay. For six damage. Uh, it just literally falls apart. I mean, there's, there's nothing left. The, the vines, have, uh, it, it's partly you, it's partly the vines, but like, it's just pieces now. And uh, is that your turn? Yep. All right. Um, you hear these footsteps when suddenly through the hole, one literally falls on top of uh, Ismark. One of these things, he's going to try to jump out of the way and will fail, and um, so now Ismark and another zombie are prone in the room behind you guys in the parlor, uh, behind the parlor that you went into, and uh, you hear footsteps uh, still from the upstairs, um, and now you hear steps on the stairs, and now we're back to Arnaldo. Okay. The zombie's still alive? The one in front of you seems pretty dead. Okay. There's there's no movement. The the body parts aren't moving. Um, it's not really even held together anymore. It's you guys have 
messed it up, but you hear footsteps from the second floor and there's another zombie that fell through the second floor onto the first floor onto Ismark and is uh, on top of him. I attack that one. So I take my uh, my Ikola and I go and stab that one. Okay. Roll your attack uh, at advantage because he's prone. Unnatural 20. Okay, that's a definitely hit. Damage is going to be 8. All right, you chop off another leg, or you chop off a leg off this one. That's my turn. Okay. And uh, next up is Irina. Who are you going to follow through, Ned, on your on your thing to go around the couch and help her stab it in the head? Yes. Okay. Gentlemen. She's going to. What's that? I was just talking shit. Nothing. She's going to uh, stab it in the head, and uh, since it's not moving, she rolled an actual twenty. And uh, really seems to mess up this face that is uh, lying on the ground. She, she looks up at you, uh, Ned. Like, did, did I do a good job? I brush a hair out of her face and say, yes, you did a great job. On to the next one. All right. She's going to run over to uh, Ismark. She can't act but she's gonna run over there and we are back to you ned so the first turn i got a little out of order but i'm back into the rolling turn now so i'm gonna run up behind her and you know like say here watch this and i'm just gonna take a, a swiping blow um I'm, I'm actually gonna stab again for the head for the other uh, one that's on top of ismark yeah uh, so it would be at advantage since you're aiming specifically for the head. Just roll a straight roll. That's cocked. Hold on a second. That's <laughs> the teaching moment. I got a an eight. So you're you're getting a little cocky, um, and. Uh, trying to show her how to do this and you're really aiming for the head but um you hit it you have such a bad swing that you think i don't think this is gonna do it but this creature is um almost like it's writhing into your swing and uh roll your damage uh seven and i get sneak attack right because i've got I've got people next to me. Uh, sure. Seven piercing and, and five sneak attack. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see you coming. Um, that one. So it doesn't have a leg. Uh, and you were aiming at its head. Yes. Like I was and that's an, yeah, that's enough that it, that its head actually came off on your sword. 
Mm. And I, I, I like lift it up. Uh, you look at it, look at her, and give her a wink. <clears throat> All right. And Wash, you're up. Um, I heard one on the stairs. Yes. Um, everyone else is in this room. Uh, so there was like an entryway um, that led into a dining room that led into a parlor. The dining room is where Ismark is with the zombie on top of him and Irina and Ned. Uh, Willie, Arnaldo, and you are still in the parlor with the the other one. Well, the I'm just going to I'm going to move to the point where I can see the stair. Can I see a zombie coming down the stairs? Um, if you go out, yeah, you can get to the stairs with your 30 feet. And um you, you can see a landing, but you don't see a zombie. You can so you can't I, see all the way up to the top. I can't actually get to another enemy. Um, no. Um, I guess I'll run as far as I can, bonus action and snaring strike, and then I'm just going to stand and wait to attack if one comes to me. And I did look up in snaring, like, uh, in snaring strike, and it's, it is uh, first level, not cantrip, I believe. Uh, Mine, mine is not the, it's a oath spell. Is it a different thing? It's an oath spell. Okay. So that works differently? Um, I don't, let, I, I'll, I'll just stop casting it. Um, I'll, I'll run and hold. We can figure it out when we're not playing. So I'll go to the bottom so of the stairs. Hold my attack. Uh, if you're using your okay, so you're holding your attack. You're not um, dashing. No. Okay. Um, then, so you're, if yeah, one gets in front of you, you're gonna swing at it. Yep. All right. Ismark is he's just rising with this now headless, one-legged body, and he's gonna try to um, just get up and will get up and kind of push it off of him. And Willie, you're up next. I'm going to take a slash at this body that Ismark just pushed off of him. All right. Uh, at advantage. 16. For eight slashing. All right. Um, you take off another leg. And so now it is legless. L. <clears throat> It is going to, um, it's its turn now. And unless you had anything else, Willie. It's going to um, swing out with its arms. It doesn't have a head and it doesn't um, have any ability to get up. And so it will roll for you, Willie, at, uh, that's not bad, 14, disadvantage. Get against me? Against Willie? Yeah, my AC is 14. All right, yeah, it just swings out. 
and uh, without being able to see, it's still able to hit you. And we'll do three slashing damage with its claws. Oh. And um, it's going to take another one, just wild claw. And that time is definitely a miss. And uh, next, uh, a zombie comes lurching down the landing and sees you uh, standing at the bottom and uh, just kind of almost falls down the stairs at you. With its, it doesn't even have a jaw anymore, but it's just mouth is gaping. Uh, so, Wash, go ahead and roll your attack. Me three. What was that? 23. Oh, that hit? And 11 slashing. All right. And let's see. When you do that, um, that is going to be another leg that it kind of falls up against the side of the um, wall here. And it's going to roll an attack at you, Wash. That is going to be 14 to hit. Nope. Then um, it's another out. swing. What's that? I just swat that one out of the way. Uh, it tries to take another swing with its other arm, and it's pinned up against the, uh, the wall. It rolled a natural one. It couldn't even get it out. And it's going to just with the upper teeth, just try to bring them down on you and we'll roll a 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that is with your armor. It only does two piercing damage with these teeth. But um, behind it, two more zombies just come flailing down the stairs and are starting to swing at you now. So the first one is going to roll a 9, a 21, and a 21 to do a swing, swing, bite. So I'm guessing 9 misses and the 21's hit. Yeah. Wash. So that will be... Um, Another two piercing from the bite, and the slash was a seven. Uh, seems to do as much damage as you think a slash like that could. And uh, now we're uh, there's another one right behind, but with the two that are kind of down there in the stairs, it can't it can't get to you, and is just kind of reaching reaching over. But Arnaldo, you're next. All right, I'm gonna attack that same zombie. Uh, the one that is on the ground, swinging at Willie. Yeah. All right, roll at advantage. Pickle wah. Uh, Twenty-one to hit. That hits. Five damage. All right, yeah, you just smash this thing and it, it goes completely limped, limp. 
and uh, it seems to be dead. Cool. Seems to be nice. Is that, is that your turn? It is. All right. Um, next up is Irina, who is going to run over to you, Wash, seeing you um, being attacked. And she is going to swing with her sword and see if uh, Ned's lessons paid off. And that is going to... Oh, where did that go? Sorry, one moment. Um, she is going to... Yeah, that's a 19 to hit. That definitely hits. And... will do seven piercing damage as she stabs it. And um, it's a turn. So Wash, you're squared up with um, Irina. And uh, she just stabbed the zombie that you cut its leg out from under it. And now, Ned, you're next. Oh. Do I, can I, do I, do I have a line of sight on that or do I need to move to it? Yeah, no, you guys can see further in the house where um, this uh, uh, fight that between the, the bottom of the stairs is going on. Okay. Uh, it's just, it's just another room further in where this landing comes down into. Yeah, I mean, I will just take out my crossbow bolt and I'll crossbow and I'll shoot the bolt that at whatever zombie I can see. All right. That's a 25 to hit. It hits. So you hit the zombie that was swinging at um, Wash that was still intact. That deals a sneak attack bonus. That deals eight piercing damage. Okay. All right. Is that your turn? Yeah. All right. Wash, you're up next. You have Arena next to you. And uh, two right in front of you. One that just got shot in the back with a crossbow bolt. Another one uh, that's missing a leg. But uh, one right behind both of those on the stairs. Natural 20. That'll hit. Which one are you swinging at? Um, unfair at this point. To say that. What's that? Um, in, in my mind, Irina was on my right-hand side, so I would have been attacking the left-hand one. Okay. If that makes any so, sense. The, uh, the, the one that was on the right-hand side is the one that leg had made him fall into the wall there. So um, the other one is the left, less hurt one on the left-hand side. All right, so that is going to be 25 slashing damage. Oh. Uh, you 
don't quite kill it. Um, that's crazy. And um, you do, however, uh, do such a big slash here that like it it falls down and crumples. Um, its legs are still attached to its body, but um, the upper half is completely detached. So now it's in, in two parts. It's still writhing at your feet, but um, you did a pretty serious hit on it. Anything else? Evidently not. All right. Um, another crossbow bolt comes flying from where the others are and Ismark has pulled out a crossbow and uh, shot it. And he is going to um, hit that other one that was at the top of the stairs that are the, the behind the others that hadn't done anything yet. And we'll do 10 piercing damage to that one. And uh, Willie, you're up next. All right, so there's still zombies left near me? Not near you. Uh, Wash and Irina are squared up with them at the bottom of the stairs. But um, other than that, uh, there's three on the stairs uh, that are still alive. They're the only ones you see. Um, I'm going to uh, use my bardic inspiration to just, okay. you know, really cheer on Irene about how she, uh, she a strong independent woman, is really taking it to these, uh, these creeps. All right. And what does uh, what does that do for her? Um, let's see. Other than yourself, you can hear you. That creature gains one bardic inspiration die, which is a d6. Once for the next 10 minutes, uh, she can roll the die and add the number rolled to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Yeah, so she has a bonus d6? Yes. She can wait until she okay. after she rolls before deciding. But gotcha. must decide before whether you know if she succeeds or fails. We can yeah, give okay. it to Wash if that's easier. No, that's fine. All right. So you inspire Irina. Anything else on your turn? No, that's it. Okay. Uh, the zombies are going to attack. Um, let's see. What do we got? This one that is uh, next to Irina is going to try two attacks. One is going to 12 and is a miss. The second one is a natural 20. And with that, Claw is going to do uh, so 12 slashing damage to Arena. You guys just see Arena um, take a huge hit. And even though she's with this breastplate, pretty well armored. Um, it, it just hits her right in the neck and you see blood splurt. Um, but uh, she looks injured, but she doesn't look 
fatal, like she's going to go down or anything. Um, it's going to take another bite attack on her and is going to miss. And so then the next one that you hit, Wash, is at your feet, but its arms are still swinging wide. And with disadvantage, is going to miss the first one and miss the second one. And uh, the one behind it just will um, try to come at you. Wash. Sorry, I dropped my dice. Stole it. Um, this one that was behind is just going to lunge over the one that you knocked to the ground. And is going to roll miss on the first swing. Uh, 17 to hit on the second swing, Wash. No. And then a bite attack of eight. So All right. Um, and we're back to Arnaldo. Uh, I attack the zombie again. All right. Wait, no, the one I attacked, uh, what, did, he go, did he die before when I attacked him? He went limp, right? Yeah, the, the last one died. So uh, the other ones are on the stairs behind Wash and Irina. Okay. Uh, are they in like a group together or something? They are. Cool. I want to I want to charge and I want to stab one with my cross with my Ikowa. Okay. So I go into like full on ninja mode. So 17 to hit. It hits. <clears throat> Nine damage. Okay, what kind of damage? Piercing. All right, this one, um, you also take off its head. So it's the one that was at the back of the uh, behind the other two um, on the stairs, and uh, its head just goes rolling down the stairs. Um, and then is there one nearby it that can attack two? Yeah, there's these, there's three. Well, two, two that are still standing and one that is um, alive but kind of on the ground at Wash's feet. Okay. So there's another one standing right next to it if you want to attack that one. I spend a key point to okay. do uh, Flurry of Blows. Hit. What was it? 16. That hit. Uh, six damage, plus I'll spend my last key point to use my hand of harm. And I will deal an extra six necrotic damage. All right. So you, with your hit, had got it down to one hit point and with your hand of harm. Yeah. So explain what it looks like when you do that and how it dies. Uh, I just got grabbed his face like with my palm and my necrotic damage just like turns everything on his head down to ash. Awesome. All right. So um, the way 
Irina and Wash were squared up at the bottom of the stairs. Arnaldo basically had to run and jump over the banister um, and take these attacks kind of from the side. But Irina is up, and um, there are two zombies left. There's one um, at her feet, and that's the one she's going to take a swing at. And she's going to score a natural 20. And it has one hit point, so there's no way she could not kill it. Um, So Irina just uh, takes this one out, and then, Ned, you're up. Seeing how much of a badass she's being, Ned just calls out, good job, keep going. And then, like, can I, can I, like, casually, just, like, one-armed, shoot my crossbow bolt as I'm walking away towards the couch? Like, I'm going to go, like, lay on the couch, like, kick off the zombie and lay on the the couch. Uh, Are you aiming that crossbow? Uh, Yeah, I mean, loosely. I'll take a disadvantage. You want to give me this? All right, disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, well, that's a eight to hit. Could be worse. Uh, you're not even paying attention. You're barely paying attention. And it hits. The crossbow goes into the zombie that is uh, standing there. There's only one up that you can see. It does 14 damage. And it downs it. I'm going to go... The zombie, zombie body just slides down feet first on the few remaining stairs and is uh, at Irina and Wash's feet. And I go lay down on the couch. You just kick the remaining bits of zombie yep. off? Uh, when you do, the other end of the couch just, plunk, you know, falls, collapses in, and uh, a silence settles over the house. I try to make that look cool and, like, part of what I was planning. Uh, that's a uh, – what, what kind of check do you want me to do for that? I, I, you could do performance. Performance. That's a seven to make myself look cool. Yeah, no one's really paying attention. But, uh, yeah, you guys cleared out the first floor, at least. And uh, I am really not feeling well, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it a night. But, yeah, you guys search the house, and it's a horrible mess. But you cleared out all these bodies. There we go. So, killed a, killed a vampire spawn, and... Uh, several zombies tonight, so way to, way to get into the undead. There we go. You did not kill any young women <laughs> and sacrifice their poisoned bodies to the devil. This time. There's always time. There's always next week. <laughs>